Welcome to another episode of Husbands Watching Housewives. I'm Scott. And I'm Jeff. I'm surprised we're starting already. Oh, well, we did. So here we go. Just do it already. Buckle up. Buckle up. Uh, yeah. We just watched the second uh, episode of the Salt Lake Reunion. Yeah. It's part of this thing. I'm just so cold right now. I need uh, to wear this blanket and get yeah. a mic. It's all, it's all so tough. <laughs> so, it's a lot. It's a lot. Here, I'll just be like this. Okay. Uh, you're not snoozing on, on because of the reunion. You're just no. The reunion was exciting. Um, I think I, ultimately I'm finding difficulty in because uh, it's all just in one place and like there's no real scene breaks. Uh, I think the reunions are just be forever difficult for me to like you know get excited about to- uh, podcasting about. It's just sort of yeah because there's no yeah you're right there's no scenes it's just like. Oh, what, what was that? What was that segment in the segment? Right. But and there's no there's no scenes of them ordering drinks and food. And, you know, I can't, <laughs> I can't get excited about them getting the other Tito's on the rocks or you know. I'm right. Kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, no. This this episode that you know at least there was some stuff. I think also with the reunions, they there's a lot more just shouting on top of each other. As so if much regular screaming. episodes don't have that. Yeah. I thought like, does it even help to turn the uh, subtitles on? So like, will it even differentiate half of it no it can't go that fast and it's just i you try to follow but it's just so much continuous shouting you're like wait what is she saying and then you only can focus on one person and it's mainly just like <laughs> calling someone you know out of their name yeah yeah, yeah yes yeah yeah, yeah. calling them the b word yes we're, we're just quoting the ladies we're just, not we're not calling them yeah. that it's okay <laughs> Especially when we say the B word. <laughs> um, no, actually, this episode, when I think about it, you know, there was, it was divided evenly because there was the before Mary and then the after Mary uh, scenes. But I really felt like uh, the the first portion was uh, all about Monica and her mother. Which I liked. I liked, uh, it's, I mean, not, not surprised um, that, her mother is continues or has always been horrible basically like i i think when she said that she prayed to be a housewife <laughs> now many a woman i'm sure prays to be a housewife but not the mother of someone yeah, who's trying at the, out at the expense of their daughter right yeah. if it's not me lord let it if not monica lord let it be me yeah i mean also praying to be on the housewives i mean i don't i, I think I don't know spirituality and religion. I don't know. You don't. I don't think you pray to be on the housewives. But. I don't know with this show since religion is so prominent. Maybe they all did. Pray maybe to be maybe on they the house. did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they all went to temple. Um, no, I was actually disappointed. Uh, I was disappointed because I thought for sure after they brought it all up that one of the other ladies would be like, "How can we believe her? That's you know true." And I even was wondering myself, like, if Monica went to, you know the great lengths and had all this dirt on them and was like, you know, would we put it past her to have manufactured a lot of that stuff with her mom, either in, you know, in cahoots with her mom, like, oh, we'll have a storyline. It will be dramatic. It will, you know, it'll be great. Or, you know, just to make it up. It just makes me wonder. I think, well, I think a couple things. One, if they had said that, they would have just looked shitty to say like oh did you uh, did you really have a bad childhood did she really leave you you know questioning all the name changes it makes me wonder if they like you know i would 
you know, big people pay to watch Big Brother, you know, the Big Brother feed for weeks at a time. I would pay money to have like every minute of reunion footage available. Oh, totally. Just to watch, just to see if they went there and like it got edited out or if someone tried to start going there and it just didn't get gained traction. Because I can't imagine these are all very intelligent women. I can't imagine one of them didn't entertain the idea that Monica and her mother are completely made up. I think they probably are thinking it, but they wouldn't say it because it's just once you get into mothers or children, it's just a really tricky or family in general. It's just a tricky slope as they all and they all have not all of them, but, you know, Heather's issues with with her mother and Whitney with hers and her father, especially. So I think no one was really going to throw that out there. Um, One, I think. It was interesting that, you know, Whitney showed some kindness and talking about her own experiences and saying, you know, you're just going to be manipulated, Monica, you know, blah, blah, blah. I thought that was nice. Um, but yeah, I just, I, 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 I don't think they would have gone there, at least, you know, that we saw. Uh, it's just interesting how her mother operates and i think you know annie was fascinated oh absolutely and just like horrified he's like yeah and he was really just like um being very kind to monica and you know like sympathetic and i think maybe that's all see why the women were like well if andy's going Mm. you know so in her corner on this one issue it would really seem harsh if i came with I don't know. I don't believe that, you know? That's true. And to her credit, Monica has said online, um, I guess after they filmed the reunion, but once the Bermuda episodes came out, that her mother was not responsible for for her family not filming with her in Bermuda. Right. So she just didn't know that at the time of the reunion. But it's interesting. But it's not surprising that her mother was pissed that she couldn't go on the trip. And it, it's not out of the realm of possibility that she could have, you know, called the family. Said, right. Influenced it somehow. Her. But yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. But Monica said she did not. So and she admitted it and tweeted it. So that's, that's good of her to, like, you know, clear that up. Because I'm sure her mother would have just said it anyways. Right. Because right. that's, that's how she is. Yeah. And then I think... Then or maybe I have it, things out of order, but then, you know, they talked about her slipping down Angie's stairs. Yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, no hand railing. I mean, that is a little little weird. Just walls, just a very narrow white. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't show that. Like, especially if she allegedly threw a shoe and almost hit a toddler, you would think they would include that, but... Now they're just, you know, like it was probably nothing. And maybe they didn't want to embarrass her, you know, at the but time. But then it became so much online, though, when but, but she, well, she got the into fact. it. Yeah. Yeah. When it started, when it aired. Yeah. Yeah. But at the time, and, <laughs> and also, I, I kind of believe Meredith said you can take her house. <laughs> 100% believe that Meredith was like, you want to want her house? I mean, yeah, it's a liability. <laughs> I'm a lawyer. I can advise you on these things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why she didn't just, I mean, she did in some, some sort of words be like, well, yeah, I mean, it is, I, you know, but she, again, with these shows, I just wish the women would be like, well, that sounds like something I would say, like, just at least yes. be open to the fact that, well, yeah, I mean, I could have said that, but like, I don't remember saying that. You it's know. like, I don't like Angie, so I could see myself saying, take her house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Lost it up, lost it up. And then like the who's not suing and who is and like oh it's a countersuit well i mean that i mean that is a typical like a lot of people countersue just because 
like it's a matter of course of like oh well if you're gonna sue me i'm gonna counter sue and that 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 way there's there's a, it's a legal tactic so i don't think that's completely uncommon um i did like I mean, I don't approve of it, but I did like how Monica, like Lisa, was like, "Well, just you should pay your bills." And Monica's like, "No." <laughs> I was like, "Why would I do that? Why would I pay my bills?" Well, I think in this instance, it's because she's claiming she got bad a bad procedure or oh, bad see, Botox. Th- then I can get behind that. So very good. She. But yeah, yeah the, the the four names thing was a little much Confusing, to understand. Muddled. Yes, I mean, I I like that she says she's legally used three, but didn't really quite mention what the fourth one was about. But didn't also deny using it. But so basically, it's Darnell or Dar- Darnell, Darnell, I think. Right? Darnell Fowler was her married name. Yeah, Garcia. Is no Garcia was something she took. That's her from her dad. Yeah. So but then there was a fourth three. one. Yeah. Was it Gonzalez? I don't want to. Right. No, 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 no. It was Rod. No. It was some Portuguese. Yes. Yeah. Some some name like that. Yes. But yeah. So she never really got into it. But Delgado. Yeah. Yes. 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 So a lot of names. Yeah. I just could call her Monica. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But no. I mean. I mean, I know when my mom got divorced, she kept the family name for a long time because she had, you know, five boys all with the same last name. But then when I, you know, that's the youngest got to be of a certain age, she's like, oh, you'll understand. And she changed her name back to her maiden name. But I could also see, you know, someone wanting to come up with their own identity or, you know. But feels most like them. She didn't feel like that. It's also that relation to her mother, you know, yeah. she, to, who she has the same name as Monica Linda. That's, that's I always find that weird. Like when Lucy Lucille Ball, her daughter is also Lucy, but not Lucy Jr. They just called her Lucy. Yeah, it's pretty common. I mean, and I, I mean, really? Gilmore Girls. I mean, Laura. They're both named Lorelai, and that's oh, really? Yeah, that's yeah. You never watched? I it. I never watched it. So I don't know. But yeah, but yeah I mean, and, and if Gilmore Girls, I mean, that's just found it wow. rooted, rooted in fact. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um, it was interesting about all the different names, but um, yeah. I mean, again, I can see you know if she's not particularly close with her mother, you know, not wanting to go back to that name. Um, but then again, never really close to her father. So. She never knew, but she wanted. But I think if you what you don't know, but you're also like logging to know, so you form sort of a connection by using the person's name. But I also think he would feel hurt that he didn't have any interest in you and never tried to. I guess he tried to like take them to Florida. The mom said no, and that was the end of it. And she just never he never tried again. There's must be a story there. I, there's more to that story, and yeah. honestly, like I mean, and also being a little cynical, you know, about my own you know, relationship with my father. Uh, like, I don't know. You know, do you really, are you really that curious about the father you never had? Like, that's some certain, people are. Some people are, but I don't know. To me, it does kind of reek of, there was probably a reason to ditch the other two names and go with a, a, a clean slate. Um, but no, I mean, it doesn't need to be anything illegal or nefarious. It could just be like, it could be something as simple as bad credit or, you know, whatever. I mean, credit's going to follow you either way, but it's wanting a fresh start, you know, so I, I can get behind that. I love the, um, some related pointed out or asked the question, why did she, knowing how her mom operates, why did she want to film with her? You know, but I guess as Andy said that's all she knows and so she just like well this is what i know this is my relationship and 
Yeah, uh, you that's know. still part of the thing that makes me think, like, did they, like, kind of cahoot together and, and be like, oh, well, well, we'll both be on the show. and Or maybe it was her trying to appease her mother and make her happy and, like, give her her own time to shine. Yeah. And then also, too, otherwise it would just been, you know, her ex-husband wouldn't film with her, surely. So it would just been her and her kids and really can only go so far. And, you know, maybe she just didn't want to, like, put them, like... I mean, on, is that is that you like you, a typical formula for like first time housewives? They need to have something. Well, everyone... are, are there any successful housewives who first year were just them? Um, I can't really think right now, but I think just in general, you, if you're gonna be a housewife, you have to have a personal story. You have to show something. You know, the example of that is Sutton not being a a full-time housewife her first season because her husband wouldn't allow her to film with her kids so she didn't have a personal story gotcha. so you need something whether it be kids or boyfriend or husband it can't just be your interactions with the women you know otherwise that's just a friend okay. so that makes sense yeah but i want you to uh one you you let me down you have to be my encyclopedic <laughs> go-to source for all things housewives i don't so, think so so no no you need okay yeah no i mean that's also the case like other than like the very original like seasons of things you know i'm sure it was a little different because no, like, so much like, of it was built around family you know but like new york i'm sure bethany didn't have you know a story going on in her you know first season it was probably just her yeah well it's funny because like new york was originally called manhattan moms and before it became a housewife show mm, and right. um bethany wasn't a mom but i you think i didn't watch first season or watch only part of it i don't know i think her personal story was trying to build up her business and get to the point where she you know, obviously didn't have some skinny girl at that time, but she was building to something. And she'd also come off of doing Martha Stewart's version of The Apprentice. Oh, right, right. Yeah. So I think it was just like her, I'm trying to like, you know, become something. And she was living like a really tiny, tiny apartment. And it was, I'm, you know, trying to build myself up. So I guess that was her personal thing. So I guess in that instance, she didn't have to, because she didn't have a husband. She had a boyfriend. That's what she had. And they, and they pretty much, I think, broke up after the first season. So she had some sort of relationship Aside from her relationships with the women, but you're right. In general, it's ever you know in the most in the most recent Eddie New Housewife comes on. There's always something yeah. besides so, the ladies that they focus on. Right. Um, That's true. Except Anne Marie, apparently. Oh wait, uh, <laughs> we should we shouldn't go into that. Uh, back back to Salt Lake, though. Um, what else? Where did they go from there? I think they just brought out. They just brought out. No, Mary. there was something. It was a back and forth. Well, there was Jack's mission, which was kind of dull, um, and then a lot of Lisa and Monica just shouting at each other. Yes, constant just shouting. Oh, it was kind of like a who started it, like right. Like you said something about me, I said something about you. Same thing with Angie and and Monica. Yeah. It was you. You said something. You tweeted something first, and so I tweeted something. So and dumb. It's just, just both admit you said awful things about each other. Everyone's wrong. That's the thing that just gets me is like they all act like you tweeted it was awful. Like I skipping ahead. That's why I kind of liked when when Whitney was like, well, yeah, I did tweet that. Like so the first time you actually hear someone say, yeah, I did do that. And Monica, too, when they when called out, she's like, oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> she yeah. Can't... 
And then randomly also, I guess, off-camera called John Barlow a penis head. Yeah. And also, I wonder if they, she actually said penis head or actually <laughs> using, like, more vulgar language they were just trying not to put on the air. Uh, but Well, Angie is a pillar of the community. Yeah. She can only say penis. Exactly. <laughs> or else the ballet won't accept. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Again, that's, that's, that's still Beverly Hills, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. No, uh, yeah. John Barlow penis head. Mm-hmm. See, again, Lisa should just make a t-shirt out of that and, like, you know, lean into it. Yeah, whatever. My husband has a big penis. I don't care. I'm on a car. <laughs> <laughs> big penis head. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and it was a little oogie hearing um, Lisa be like, oh, and then Jack has a six-pack and da da She really went on about, about that. Yeah. And, like, this shirtless selfie that he tried to make it to a passport picture. And it just goes to show, I mean, I guess we shouldn't say bad things about people's kids, but aren't you a little, like, I mean, to think that there could be a federal, you know, like a passport photo would be like a shirtless vacation pic. I guess if you're a kid, you just don't know any better, but... The whole yeah. thing is just, I'm just, over, I'm over Jack's mission. If he's on a mission, if he's not, I don't care how Heather feels about it. I did like that when he was like, so do you feel bad for calling me a hypocrite now? <laughs> yeah, she's like, I just want to hear you say yes. Yeah, I want to, yeah. When he was really all about holding um, Heather's feet to the fire, and I, I enjoyed that. No, and it was, it was also nice to hear them kind of reconcile some of that about how, you know, um, you know, Heather's still got to say that, like, even though, yeah, politically, I'm really against that. Like, knowing that he's going out and, you know, promoting this thing that I'm really, really not into promoting. Uh, yeah, I can have my feelings about that, but also support Lisa and her or one family. Mom's, uh, supporting right. another mom. Yeah. Right, exactly. Uh-huh. But at the same time, Lisa did not acknowledge that, like, yeah, I can see how you'd have a problem with this. Unless maybe they did off camera or something, but. Yeah. Because I, I think that's a, I thought that was a very legitimate arc of the season was Heather, you know, really saying like, you know, I, I'm having difficulty with this. Like this church did me dirty and, you know, I'm really not into what it stands for, but yet I'm supposed to be here like patting you on the back and being all excited for your son to go off and like spread this to more people. And in many cases, you know, it can be argued um, kind of, uh, you know, um, people who uh, don't know better or, you know, or, you know, people that are more easily preyed upon um, to, you know, join such a organization, those sorts of things. But the Barlows must know the, the, the bad stories and the, and, and people who've had bad experiences and they just are focused on their experience. And on top of that, the, all the amazing things that I'm sure the church does do. Yes. I mean, not, yes. you know, I mean, proportionately and statistically yeah i'm sure there's a lot of messed up stuff that happens in any organization but there's also wonderful things that you don't always hear about because you only hear about the sensational you know headlines that's one thing with heather that i i always i can see and i can i I believe her when she talks about how conflicted she is about the church because growing up with it and being so ingrained in her and yet now getting out of it but still like loving things about it and it's just it must be very hard you know, to be pulled in, have your heart pulled in different directions and your mind versus your what your heart says. And it's just, yeah. You know, I, I can't believe I, we haven't mentioned it sooner, but, you know, I was, my family, we were Mormon growing up and I was never baptized. My parents got divorced 
when I was one. And though my dad kept wanting me to get to the church, I never uh, kept, well, I kept going because my neighbors were Mormon and they kept going. So all my friends would go to church. But um, yeah, if I had, you know, grown up more in church, uh, in the Mormon church, I probably would have some stronger feelings about this. But, you know, I was never really religious growing up because of the divorce um, and not having to go to church. Like, you know, when my, I think when I turned like nine or 10, my mom's like, you you only go to church because your friends do. You could sleep in if you want to. I'm like, yeah, okay. So, you know, you give a, give a, a boy a chance to sleep in on a Sunday, he'll sleep rather than go to church. But yeah, uh, I just all my way of saying that, like, I can only imagine, you know, raise, you know, living your entire life, believing something and then, you know, get trying to get out of it definitely would create conflict. Because it could have gone a different way for you if your parents hadn't divorced and if they, oh, yeah. you know, if your mom Trendsley. stayed in the church. Yeah, you could have been baptized and gone through the whole thing. I could have gone on a mission. You got on a mission, yeah. I mean, all my, uh, the Mormons that I've met since, uh, you know, unrelated to my upbringing, you know, the few that I, I know they were like, um, also gay, um, like like us. They were they were like, yeah, I only went on the I only went on my my mission so I could sleep with other guys. <laughs> like I was like, oh yeah, get me out of this town. I want to go. I mean, they lived in Salt Lake too. So I mean, I guess a lot of people who go on missions live in Salt Lake. But he's like, yeah, get me out of Salt Lake. I want to go somewhere new and I want to meet some guys. <laughs> So I was like, oh, go on with your bad self. <laughs> your bad one. Your bad woman yeah, self. Exactly. But uh but yeah, my life could have been very, very different. Um but uh, you know, I do I did have some friends, you know, when I first came out, um, who uh coincidentally one of the f- first people that I met here in town, um, he was also Mormon. I didn't know him from the church at all, but I remember he had some, you know, qualms and some issues with again it's one of those things where like you know they didn't you know you you don't want to be part of an organization that doesn't approve of you you know it's like but yet why do you so badly want to be you know included in that so um i remember him telling me a lot about that and to my knowledge he's still mormon but we haven't spoken in many many years but yeah, I mean, it just, it's got to be definitely a head trip for sure to, you know, want to, to know so clearly that something is not for you, but then to have to turn around and, you know, support someone because it is so clearly for them, you know, but yeah, that happens in so many things, not just religion and not just. It's like your feelings take a back seat because you can't just throw that on the other person because they are, are so deeply in it right. and care about it and love it. So you have your issues and you're they're aware of your issues, yeah. but you can't just like beat them over the head with it. And yeah. I think that's it's almost akin to the fact that like, you know, you know, let's say you're a married couple and then like, you know, you have a really good friend that your husband doesn't really quite like as much. You know, it, it happens from time to time. So, no, I mean, it's similar, but like, you know, you, you know, you you learn to like these people because they mean a lot to your husband. Those sorts of things. I'm going to pull the housewife. I don't understand that analogy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm sure. No, but, you know. I know what you're saying. You know exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. So, saying. And for the record, you sat down and you got to a good place with my friends. So. <laughs> Housewife style. Exactly. Yes. yes. But back to Salt Lake. Yes, back to Salt Lake. Yes. <laughs> uh, not just the, the Scott Mormon show. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, it was, I guess, a good episode. They talked a lot. I, really, it was eerie that Heather was so quiet. I understand because, you know, her her scene's coming next week. Um, but um, it, it does kind of show that nothing else really went on with Heather other than this Monica thing. Right. It was her book 
and her friction with Lisa, but then they got to a good place and then friction with Whitney. But that's really all that there was. So Heather didn't have much else to talk about mm-hmm. except the black eye reveal and Monica. And would she have even I was gonna say that too. If the whole thing hadn't come out about Monica and Bermuda, would she even have dropped that Jen Shaw thing or would she have taken that to her grave? Or was she just like, oh, yes, a way I can finally have a reason to bring it out. Like, was she planning on trying to get it out anyway? But this is like, oh, I'll just piggyback it off this. Two birds, one stone. Because <laughs> really, I mean, she had to know that she would look horrible because she's lied about it for over a year to then, like, take it back. But she, I'm sure she'll spin it very well in the next, next episode. But now Miriam Cosby comes right. out. Right. So she looked great, first of all. She did. Love the dress, love the color. Yeah. Love the hair. Um, she is just a ball of confliction. Confliction? No. Go with conflict? conflict? Contradiction. Contradiction. I think, is, I think contradiction is the word you're yeah, looking for. Yeah, she's a ball of contradiction. Because she'll say one thing and then completely go back and say something else within the scene. Yeah. 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 I'm... I'm this was entertaining, uh-huh. but I'm not generally entertained by her. Like this, in this episode, she was it was entertaining, um, but I just don't know why anyone cares. I don't know why Bravo continues to let her be to make no sense because she says these shocking things, and it just they they meme and gift themselves and people just like talk about it. It's just like these like throw away, not like, throw, they're like these lines that just come out of nowhere and you're just shocked. I was left speechless by a lot of things she says. Like tonight, said. She, tonight she said, you know, I think Whitney's racist. Yes. But like, so, but that's the thing. And I guess there is some entertainment value to the fact that someone can be so blunt and not care or, understand your your choice what that can mean by being that blunt it would be better if she was blunt and made more sense and was consistent yeah because she'll say i think whitney's racist and then say like oh that was a good point whitney but also too if you think whitney's racist why would you even have any interactions with her you know well, it's just... and then to turn on and say i think she's racist because the church that by the way she has no desire to be part of anymore raised her to be racist because that's what the church typically historically is but i she's never done anything to make me think she's personally racist right like whitney was so caught off guard and said you know i think genuinely was saying if I have done something. Can you tell me what I've done that would make you think that I was racist? Right. Yeah. And we need Dorit and Miriam Cosby to sit down together. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it just like, because Whitney was just, yeah. didn't know where she was coming from with that and neither did the audience and or anyone else in that room no. it was just like what and so it's like i don't know i think people really want an, an explanation, explanation uh-huh. of, like, like something that explains mary and her behavior uh-huh. one we're never going to get it so two i just would rather them stop pursuing it uh-huh. um because like that was the opportunity right then and there she could have said any sort of thing but just end up like oh no 
it was unrelated un- to anything. I just, it's a feeling I have. And it's like, okay, I guess that's valid. And they really couldn't say anything. You know, it's like, she, she's like, you're not coming from my point of view. You're not in my skin. And they just had to let it drop there. Right. Um, so it was that. And then just coming at Heather, which that was more funny. Right. Absolutely. To me, um, talking about her house and then. Talk that yeah yeah that talking. the comment she Heather made about her house was worse than her calling Heather inbred right, but Heather just takes the inbred comment and was like yeah I'm glad you had Mary back I don't understand Heather's point of view on Mary I I I think she's just like well she's good for the show so I'm gonna ignore the inbred comment you know like or Again, is she just, or think... is she just like Mary has so little merit. No, they, it it all came back to that whole like we want to be best friends thing we were talking about last week. Where like they all just so desperately really like, like need you know, they don't want to get on the wrong side of certain people. So maybe I don't know, maybe Mary has some pull outside the show. Or I think that because Mary has a lot of fans and people talk about Mary oh. and when she's when when she was gone, they talked about like, oh, and they need Mary, they need Mary. And then she came back the season and everyone was like just tripping over themselves to like praise Mary. God, so I, I wish this Heather... Mike I wish this Mike could hear like how hard my eyes are rolling back yeah. into my head. But it's true, like these women pay attention to that stuff yeah. and what's going on. So social media and so i think heather's like well i really hate that she called me inbred but, but see, people I would, enjoy it I, I i would watch an hour i would watch, watch a straight hour of them trying to convince not convince trying to get mary to understand that the, the things that they say aren't untrue like had heather just been like yeah your house is just downright kooky like it's nice there's some great things about it but like yeah it's a trip like to go in there and you see these chairs and like you labels everywhere and you're walking through and there's just suddenly bags in the middle like it's a you know freaking playground and insanity there you know but like they just thought you know don't touch on that anymore they're like okay well we're not gonna you know or gas on that. We're just gonna let let it go, so Mary doesn't freak out more. Yeah, it's like, and she didn't say it wasn't. She did not say that the house was an eyesore. Wait, did I say that right? No, I, yeah, I, I, yes. I yeah, you said it right. Yeah, I'm but like, it, it just that, the thing yeah. is like, just because I don't know, it's like, I, I just I know I know other people who are who react similarly. Were like, you say anything about them that's mm-hmm. not just like straight up their ass mm-hmm. like gushing over them they just take it as an insult right it's like oh like you like you said it was you said that my behavior was strange like, well yeah it was strange i didn't say that like it was bad it was wrong i wasn't putting judgment on it and yeah there might have been a ton of my voice that said it's unusual and like most people but yeah I said it was strange. Like, and they just, oh, oh, I'm insulted. It's it's like, okay, get over it. And that's the sort of thing where, like, I think that's, one day we'll get to the, well, hopefully not much longer, but one day we'll get to the bottom of why Mary creeps me out. Well, she, yeah. She also doesn't listen, because in that one segment when Angie was saying something something nice about her, and then she, like, was throwing shade at Angie, and then Andy had to say, no, she was saying something nice about you a second ago. She's like, oh, she was. Like, she's really in her own world, it seems, and not digesting the right. things she does not want to digest and, and just regurgitating. Right. Basically. And it's it's just well, it's just it, really, it's, it's whiplash. Like, yeah. I was watching it and I'm like, wait, what? Like, where are you going? And now you're over here? And 
it was it was bizarre. Yeah, and then it, it leads back into if she doesn't care, uh-huh. why is she on the show? Uh-huh. I mean, uh-huh. paycheck, I get it, but like help them out. The, oh, <laughs> just all the help they needed. Yeah. Um, Monica should have been like, I got it covered this year, this season, girl. <laughs> I'm all right. They're, the the girls, girls are fine. fine. <laughs> um, no, like, like the, the whole back and forth between Mary and Lisa. It's mm-hmm. like the fact that Mary was, was just, just like, and I'm done with you. It's like. All right. So it's like, why do you? Lisa's not. Lisa's like was like no skin off my back. Yeah, <laughs> it just I don't know. I'm I'm over it. I hope she doesn't come back. I can't imagine. I can't imagine she will. But I guess I don't know. Andy loves her. It seems. But yeah, I think yeah. I mean, we'll see. Casting is so I think up in the air. I I, I don't know. But I'm sure we'll get into that. At towards yeah. the end of next week's episode yeah. about I mean, what... again, you know, we we talk about not wanting any housewives fired. No, no, no. I guess I am saying. I mean, I just don't. I just again, it's the people that don't participate. Like, why are you on the show and why are you being asked back? Like, if you're not going to, you know, play along and you're not going to entertain the stupid conversations that come with being a housewife, then why are you on the show? Right. You have to. If you're going to be, well, I guess you're just a friend though this year, but if you're going to be in it, you have to be in it. Right. And you have to like really show up and clock in. Right. Like, and, yeah. and be, and be expected to explain yourself. Yes. I mean, just show up. Uh, yeah. For the most part. I mean, there, you, there's, there's only so many times, times you'd be like, oh, well, I don't have to explain myself. And like, like, it's just how I feel. Before you have to explain yourself. Otherwise, we're just listening to you say words, much like, like I am saying now. Or like Lisa Barlow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Saying words. She was just segueing her for a second. She was just like spouting and like throwing this stuff at Monica and just flipping that hair. Yeah. Just flipping that hair. You were like, she flips that hair one more time. <laughs> and she's so like, girl, like just get a pen. I don't know. Get a headband, <laughs> something. I'm sure she has a scrunchie. <laughs> Puts it on top of her straw and the Diet Coke and she's good. <laughs> on top of her big gulp. <laughs> Anyway, that's, I just yeah. thought about that. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, there's definitely something between her and Monica that they really they really light each other's fire they for do, like just which going is, back and forth. Which is good if you can, you know, not take it to a really low level, but they both go really low. And it's just kind of like, okay, this is okay. Like, Monica just needs to stop talking about people's appearances. It's There's better shade to be thrown, you know. I think, and yeah, but, and Lisa's just like, no, no, I didn't, I didn't, I, I did it. Yeah, I, yeah, but sometimes when there's obvious easy targets, it's, just, it's, it's, it's low hanging fruit, especially if it really bothers someone and you're really trying to get to them. Yeah, so it'll throw them off their game. But I mean, at the same time, like you can't keep going for the same thing, or like I'm sure many of the things you could m- choose to harp on with. Lisa's looks, I'm sure she's heard before. So it's not like it would be an original comeback or right. anything. Right. And you she's know? also a person who pays a lot of attention to her looks. You know, she had that breakdown in Palm Springs because about the thought of not having glam. So she is very concerned about what's going on. Right. With- so it's an easy target to just pick yes, on her looks. That's so, yeah, true. that's true. I mean, come on, Monica, you can do better. She can. I was perturbed by how annoyingly in sync. Lisa and Heather were the whole like play the audio and like Heather just brings out the phone like boop 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 got it queued up like 
they obviously had a meeting. Mm-hmm. I don't know who all was in the meeting. I'm sure Angie was there taking some notes. <laughs> She's the secretary of the club. Right. And Whitney, I'm sure, was there. But they were like, we are coming united. And there, was bu- there were bullet points. And But again, the <clears throat> audio that they played didn't seem to really... Yeah. Like, the, the whole point of playing that audio was to say that Monica or Reality Von Tees had said disparaging things about Mary Cosby. And though, yes, the phrase, you know, she was a was a bitch or something, a dumb bitch, though that phrase was said, it wasn't like she was saying specifically that Mary is a dumb bitch. She's like, oh, we'd be there and that dumb bitch would be like listening anyway. Like, like that's more of a turn of phrase, like the same way, you know, Monica says bitch very frequently, quite frequently. And so it just, it kind of loses its meaning to me after a while. I'm like, not making excuses for her, but it's just like, I don't think, I don't think it was the, the, the big reveal they're hoping for. No, I don't think it was either. And I really think that it was just more of a, um, if I was more grammatarian if i was more into grammar if uh i would be able to know like what it's called that 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 she uses it almost like it's an article or a conjunction where like it just combines two sentences it she that you know one thought to the next and it just happens to be dumb bitch but yeah i don't think i mean yeah it's not the nicest thing to say and yeah if you could do it better but like for emphasis and especially you know given that she was talking crap about the housewives and you know yeah but again it wasn't it wasn't the smoking gun that like they want it to be so i hope if they're gonna keep pulling these things out then next week they better pull out some good ones and they you know and and play the, the entire conversation as monica said because that came from Tanisha, obviously, who gave it to Heather. Right. So let's play all of the conversation, Heather, not just like what suits you in this moment. But the fact that they were just like ready. Lisa said, she called you a dumb bitch. Play the audio. Heather pulls up the audio. It's just so like rehearsed. And I, I don't like that. I don't like when people come into a union with a plan. Or a burn book or a prop. <laughs> yeah, that's going to, yeah. Again, I don't like a, a dumb prop. Like Monique Spider was great right <laughs> underused I'm, could have been utilized better much more i'm sure there was many things there were dividers it was color-coded right it's about everyone and we didn't get any of that so like monica with the burn book i'm like mm-hmm. you know it's just it's similar to like when whitney blew up that text conversation on like the poster board and, and threw it out through union and it's like you took the time to do that <laughs> like what is this what is this doing you know so so we'll yeah. S- yeah, we'll see about the burn book. Yeah. But and I'm wondering I wonder like if it's maybe it shows that like there were in fact multiple people involved. Like it might have like handwriting and, you know, different things, but you know, we'll see. Or like yeah, screenshots of like conversations with all six of them. And the fact that they keep saying it was only you, it's like, no, it's been I mean not proven, but like Tanisha has said right. I was Involved. I mean, she said that like after the episode, the Bermuda episode aired. So maybe they didn't know, but they had to have known. They had to have known that it was more. Well, and they keep saying, like, even in this episode, she said someone else's name that they bleeped out. Right. Monica did. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, and that was, it didn't look for lip wise that it was Tanisha because it was a first name and a last name and they haven't been calling Tanisha by first and last name. So it was yet another person that they all know. And, you know, it was probably Angie H. (laughs) (laughs) Angie H's husband. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, with his, his Finsta. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, um, oh yeah, what if it all who comes together? That would be really, and then Angie H comes out <laughs> yeah. with a big reveal. I'm really, really reality Vontese. <laughs> H comes before K. <laughs> <laughs> Pushes her aside. Yeah. Well, we'll see with with conclusion. A shocking conclusion, I'm sure. I just hope that before the next one's done, Andy can we can get some more uh, cutaway scenes of Andy just kind of like waiting for the ladies to stop yelling at each other and stop just, screaming, just looking so like, all right, already, okay. Well, like Whitney was saying, you know, my ears hurt. Like I can only imagine in person how loud that must be. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I didn't, uh, same way when she said, can we get the, you know, it's cold in here. Yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't think about that either. Wendy was like curled into herself because she was so cold. It was like she, she, they, they keep it cold so they can get, you know, when they get mad and heated, that, that, that'll warm them up. Right. <laughs> My burning anger will work. Right. Well, they should have little blankets on there, like little. <laughs> I mean, that's it. They always have like some like snow, like. Aspen-esque resort thing going on. So yeah, they should throw a blanket over there. I mean, and if it was supposed to be truly a recreation of Bermuda, then mm. it was windy as hell there. So they should give Meredith her wrap so she can like ensconce them all safely like Virgin Mary and be all good. Holly, I was just a big anchor. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that anchor was obtrusive. It was huge. It was huge. I don't remember it from the first week. No. So maybe they repositioned it, or maybe we're just oblivious. Right. They're like, we need more anchor yeah. in this next segment. More anchor. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think we I covered everything pretty good. Yeah, Ooh. pretty much. So, um, see. Yeah. I mean, my leg isn't asleep yet. I mean, we could keep talking. <laughs> but then we would just be like, you know, stretching just to Stretch. talk. Oh. So talk, just talking just to talk. Okay. So, well, no, I think we've we've covered everything and everything. You've done it pretty good. Uh-huh. All right. Mm-hmm. So, until next week? Until next week. All right.